What's up, sexy people? It's Dave, it's Duncan, back from Metal Epidemic for another album review. And for this review, Duncan and I have been checking out the new album from French avant-garde metal outfit Hypnose, the band oui. album Shiol. will be released on... How's that pronounced? Shiol. Shiol. Shiol won a single C? Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Shiol. Um, released on February 24th via Pelagic Records. Uh, this is album number six from Hypnose, which follows up their 2019 album, A Distant Dark Source. Um, and the- Before you go into it, Dave, do you think if you want an album on Pelagic Records, it has to be over an hour long? <laughs> <laughs> it's Possibly. 59 minutes and 45 seconds. Sorry, it does not make the cut. <laughs> um, to the bin with you. Could you add an intro to that album? Is <laughs> <laughs> there anything we can do to make that a little longer? <laughs> Our fans demand over an hour. Or your money back. It does seem to be a thing, though. Eh? Like there are every single one, every single. I'm not complaining. No, but as every single, like as soon as you see Pelagic, I'm like that long haul. Yeah, like, like <laughs> yeah. I'm like that. Like, I'm gonna get my comfy pants on. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so in the Hebrew Bible, uh, Sheol is the place where all souls meet after their death to remain in silence and to turn to dust once more explains main songwriter Emmanuel Jesua um, about the album title. Um, it is the distant dark source as described on the band's previous record, a thrilling 70-minute long magnum opus which saw the band conjure up a night on the old shores of the lake, following a man looking for the ghost of a woman he loved. Sheol is the story of what was before that night. You can't Emmanuel. see that anymore. We're Scottish. <laughs> I keep thinking you're going to do a Billy Connolly. Shall it be a shawl? Can't, we can't do it. Our accent will fucking ruin this review. We're sorry. Shawl. Um, <laughs> so it's the story of what was the night before. Uh, the two albums are built like the myth of Sisyphus. Not Sisyphus. sure if knows. Sisyphus um, in a cycle. Um, She all (laughs) makes. I'm not going to be able to do this. (laughs) Oh, no. This was a bad idea. Uh, Begins where a dark, distant dark source stops and a distant dark source ends where (laughs) she all begins. Yeah. Shall begin in this journey takes a single step. Fucking hell. If you're cold, remember your shawl. <laughs> That's a shame. Like, because they've put a lot of work into this, and our accent is ruining this. Um, okay. The album was produced by Hypnose and then mixed by Chris Edrich. No. No. Interesting. Chris also recorded the new clone album, which we just reviewed last week oh and there's a there's a similarity here duncan because french like, like clone yes french <laughs> hypnose as a band that started off pretty heavy pretty raw and then have progressively become more ambient and cinematic as time has gone on or as the internet would tell you sold fucking out <laughs> Or did they? Um, and this album feels like another extension yeah. of that sound they've been crafting over the last decade, like the new clone album. Um, so, um, what did you think about the new 
Hypno's album. I'm not going to say the title again. That's good. Track number one, Y'all, <laughs> part one. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> um, I remember the previous album. Mm-hmm. I remember being very captivated by it, but I remember using certain words. Okay. One of those words was Gojira. Uh, <laughs> I'm happy to say that I, in reviewing this album, I would use the word Gojira <laughs> less. Yes, yes, I'd agree. Um, and I, I was quite happy about that. There are moments where the it's inevitable. They're French. They have a progressive kind of metal element about mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Veers a little bit death metal, but not quite. Yeah. Um, inevitably, you're going to sound like I cannot. I, I feel sorry for bands nowadays because because you have such a dist- they really tapped a particular sound. Yeah. So well. Mm. and associated with it that whether a band is meaning to or not they can sound Gojira-esque without but Mm. it's less on here Um, I suppose the thing the big thing that stood out for me on this one was I wasn't entirely sure after the opening track where we were going Mm. so I understood that like if you look at the if you look at the track listing the album has ostensibly for eight tracks as three uh, three movements, mm-hmm. right? So as three sets of a call and an answer, right? Um, they, they come in tracks one and two, which are Sheol, parts one and two, Late Sorrow and Lands of Haze. Um, in the middle of the album with Tuka, parts one... Um, oh, sorry, I thought Tuka was... Where's part two? Anyway, there is a part two to come. Uh, part one is another. I think part two is supposed to be Lava from the Sky. I think it's just my install of the download. Um, otherwise, I've got part one with no answer. Um, and then part three, which is Soul Streams of Darkness, part one and two, which are Sacred Woods and Solar Mist. Right? So you've got this, a call and an answer, right, mm. each time. I love that when bands, especially bands in the kind of, proggy side of things do things because you set up something with a particular tone generally lighter mm-hmm. and you build up on motifs that when the heavier element comes in what you're met with is something that is like almost the the answer to a question that you didn't know had been asked right? uh-huh. and you get that with she all part one to begin yeah. with which starts off <laughs> with what sounds like mandalorians right being like pleasantly ple- uh, pleasantly picked and the sound of uh, I'm assuming Greek, maybe Italian, who knows. Uh, a foreign tongue, <laughs> not Scottish, that can't pronounce shiul um, without saying shawl, right? Um, like, it starts off with that way with these, like, uh, I'm, I'm assuming spoken word maybe sampled from a movie, I'm not entirely sure, but these elements come in and it's very tranquil and very serene. And then Lands of Haze kicks in and it's your first full-on cunt punt. Right, <laughs> that this album is gonna is gonna really just like enthrall, right? Because Lands of Haze, Lands of Haze is pretty much like it, like it's Ron Seal. It's what it says on the tin. <laughs> it it, it gives you these like huge element. Like I can't stress this enough. Like we talked about Clone, the review will be out. That album seems fucking massive. She all seems fucking massive, right? Yeah. Like, if you told me there was 12 people in this band, I'd be like that. Only 12? <laughs> kind of feels like there's maybe we're shortchanging four or five. It's huge sounding, right? Yeah. Drums, massive, 
and like impactuous guitar work, like clean, but also like it fills up every crevice of of like your audio spectrum. And vocally, it's 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 huge. It's huge. Mm. Like everything about it, like the bass work, it's great. And it's all about it's all about giving you drink journeys <laughs> and and it's not even just journeys it's it's about mo- like specific movements of music that carry you through mm. um and by the ends of lands of haze with all the elements that are heavier and like um, and bits that are you know like they're, they're clean and sprawl and sprawling is a great word to describe it I was kind of at that point I was like right finger on the pulse know where we're going this is cool this is this is the hypnose I know mm. um, and we're fine and then bone dust kicked in and I was instantly kind of put on the back foot of alright we're going somewhere else we're, we're lifting and we're going somewhere the thing about these tracks are notwithstanding two tracks which are two to two and a half minutes long the majority of the tracks here are lengthy, mm-hmm. right? We're talking, um, what, like nine, ten minutes long. There's maybe a five-minute track here or there peppered in, but we can go easily over ten minutes if we want to. Mm. And the danger with that, and Plagiat Records hasn't been immune to this, if I'm honest, is that you could be stuck in an album where you kind of feel like, are we just doing this to be long or are we doing this because the song needs it? Um mm. Uh, Bone Dust is a great example of a band that are at the top of their writing craft. Like it, it has clear, decisive movements, a really good song arc, which carries you right through. Um, it's captivating, engrossing. And then we're, we're on to Tuaka. And at that point, I was kind of, on the listening experience, especially on the first time through, I was at that stage where I felt personally that all bets were kind of off. Not that they'd moved so dramatically away from anything, just my my orientation on what I thought I was going to get might not be what I actually thought I was going to get. Mm-hmm. It's an album that doesn't really necessarily get all that heavy, mm-hmm. for the most part. Like, predominantly, you could say 75% of this album sits more in an avant-garde sort of proggy yeah. mm-hmm. side of things than necessarily the straight-up savagery of what they do bring and it is in there, the dreamer in his dream, um, you know, has elements which lean into heavier parts. Certainly by the time you reach Sacred Woods and uh, Solar Mist, we get those elements that evoke more of, and I hate to keep using them as an example, but the other premier example, Gojira, you get those elements where a p- particular sort of staccato uh, guitar riff kicks in over a really tight percussive section, and you're, you're kind of brought into that sound. Mm. The biggest thing that she all has in its arsenal for it to make it stand out is that I think it is the signs of a band reaching like a kind of almost an apex maturity hmm. where I kind of feel like very much like you were saying there, there's been a clear and it's not a quick it's a clear transition of from release to release they've found themselves gravitating more towards this kind of not ambient but experimental fuller sound hmm. And this is the one where I kind of felt like that they'd kind of just said, you know what, we, we've got albums full of heavy shit, right? Mm-hmm. We, could, we, we could do this for days, but we want to really focus in on that more intricate songwriting styling. 
Mm-hmm. And this is the one where the balance worked out the best for me. Um, I, I genuinely felt like the tracks invited me to get lost in them while listening to them. And I think that's a, that's a gift. It's not an easy gift to do as a songwriter to write something that doesn't feel needless, um, but more needful. And I, I, I felt like this one had a lot of it. That being said, and really my only negative like overall on this is notwithstanding all the engrossing nature of it, I do think this album is too long. Mm. Um, it could be because you graced my pan with silver um, this week with two very short albums mm. that I could spin a lot. I did feel myself kind of like needing to be in a particular mood set to sit down and listen to Sheol because it's the sort of album that you can't just blast in the background. It kind of demands that you spend time picking out yeah. everything, very much like Clone. It's an album where you kind of need to listen to it all to understand and appreciate it. So it's fullness. Mm. And what I found was that by about the 50-minute mark in the album, I kind of felt like I'd had it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'd absorbed what I could. That's not to say that the remaining hour, what, 15 minutes uh, on the album, notwithstanding the hour that came before, um, isn't worth your while. It really is. It just kind of felt to me like in 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 concept and scope, it's so big yeah. that I kind of feel like it at times loses a bit of objectivity about focus. So it, it meanders in a really pleasant way, but when you come back to the re-listen through it, yeah. I feel that that meander lost it. So it's why I spent so much time saying about on the first listen, you go this way, this way, and you're brought into it. By about the third listen, I kind of felt myself saying, well, that could be a bit shorter. Mm. Um, or I don't know if I would even have this track on this album. Mm. So... I think they're writing the best stuff they've ever written. I genuinely feel they're a band that are, are on the perfect label for it. They're surrounded by a great crop of bands that are really pushing the boundaries of progressive metal at the moment um, to levels that are really, really interesting. On the re-listen, my only gripe is I think it's maybe a song too long. I think mm-hmm. you could chop a, a, a 10 minutes out of this one and I think it would flow just as well um, and would invite maybe an extra listen beyond mm. what I'd already given it. Okay. But the last thing I'll say is you mentioned production, you mentioned production duties and all the rest and names that pop up. It really does sound as good as it's going to get. Like if they get a better production somewhere down the road, or like on the next album, will be like my jaw will be on the fucking floor. <laughs> it's, this dude has got fucking talent for days. Um, the mixing and mastering, it just sound, it sounds fucking massive. Everything mm. sounds massive. It's that auditorium experience we mentioned mm. on the clone review that you could feel yourself sitting in the middle of a seated auditorium and the band are playing just for you. That's yeah. that is that good. But that is my thoughts on the album. Okay. Dave, mm-hmm. Dave, 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 a man who loves his albums long and girthy. Um, how <laughs> did French. you get on with uh, in French? Yeah, yeah, like a baguette. Um, how did you get on with? Well, I'd I'd heard the first two singles and I was like, oh, this is this is really piquing my interest. You were ahead of me. I was like, one was really ambient and clean and textured, another had these big fucking progressive riffs. So I was like, I was ready for just sticking this on and and loving every minute of it. Um, This album, 
didn't go as well as expected for me. <laughs> ah, right, so you're on the other side then. Um, actually, my first two listens to this, I couldn't finish it. Like, I got I got about the halfway mark and just kind of gave up. Um, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed the start of the album, so like beginning with uh, Shield Part 1 and 2, um, it's an intro and then into this like 10 minute epic of big yep. very progressive riffs um, that are amalgamated with these kind of long sprawling ambient kind of prog sections very dense packed with varied like textures and it reminded me of like a almost like a more progressive version of the ocean at times mm. um, and then track three kicks in with uh, bone dust um, and it's got these like beautifully recorded strings uh, bits of electronics scattered throughout the background, and again, kind of takes you on this bit of a kind of roller coaster of sounds and, and kind of dynamics. It's very cinematic, very grand in size, and incredibly well performed. Um, and what's one thing I would say: the musicianship on this album is of a very kind of high standard. Um, I I love I love metal that incorporates really like tasteful strings like this. Um, mm-hmm. It kind of adds this extra level of almost like an emotional level for me. Um, and when those kind of big riffs kick in after the, the long build-up, it's, it's very satisfying. Did get some Gujira vibes um, on that track. Sounds huge. And then and then something kind of happened for me. I I hit a wall in the kind of middle of the album and I just I couldn't get past it. I was just like, every time I listened to the album, I got to that middle section from kind of like uh, Toka part one and I just found myself really kind of losing interest. Um mm. And that track is fully clean and ambient. There's no heavy guitars on it. I don't think there's even any drums, maybe a bit of percussion. Um, it's a, it feels like a kind of middle of the album type track, a bit of a kind of breather moment. But to be honest, I felt like it didn't really need it. Um, oh, no, no, like, but Bone Dust doesn't need an ambient track that comes after it. No. That I, might be where I trip up on it. Like, see, when I was saying that there's a, a track that might, there's a there's a song on this album that might not be there. Yeah. Like might not be needed on a, like subsequent licenses. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe that's the track. Because it does yeah. it, it like it sucks the any momentum was sucked out because it's a clean yeah. track. Hundred yeah, percent, yeah. Um, it kinda it kinda had the opposite effect for me. I, I kinda wanted it to go a bit harder. Hmm. Um, and it doesn't. Um, but then, you know, it kicks into uh, Lava from the Sky, which yep. starts again very clean, very tranquil, very minimalist, and then builds from the ground up. Um, and I think there was just, there was too much kind of downtime for me, and I just completely checked out when that mm-hmm. happened. Um, I went When I went back to it for a third time, um, I got on better with it. Um, I think the, the second half of Lava from the Sky and uh, The Dreamer in His Dream, oh, yeah. great tracks once they kind of get moving. Um, but again, neither of them come out of the gate swinging. Both take their time and building up and bringing the tracks to a peak. Um, and when they do, there are some like really like ground shaking gr- moments, really good grooves, um, quite discordant. There's some kind of angular type riffs in there as well. And when those parts kicked in, I was kind of hooked back in. Um, the last track as well, which felt to me like a kind of similar kind of throwback to the first track. Mm-hmm. Um, from the start of the album, um, it's much more instant and probably one of the kind of heavier tracks on the on the album overall. So for me, like there, there's moments of this that I enjoyed. Um, I think there are parts that are interesting here and very satisfying from a riffs perspective. Um, but there's also sections of the album that just kind of felt a bit underwhelming to me. Mm. Um, and I think it's a bit of a combination of things. Um, it feels the album feels very conceptual. Um, 
it feels like you're following a story and i totally get that vibe from this album the tracks do feel all interconnected um but because of the length i feel a lot of it kind of gets repetitive and a little bit too drawn out for me um some of the tracks are really long like there's three tracks (laughs) on the album that amount to just over half the album yes um and i just didn't feel like they wanted that length i found myself switching off um a lot of the time and then like a heavy riff would kick in and i'd I'd kind of be back into it and i was just like this is it was really frustrating for me because i'm like i should love this album but yeah you know like on paper this has got me written all over it it's french it's expansive it's dynamic the musicianship's great but it just didn't grab me the way i thought it's it would. the sort of thing where you like and i do this a lot with bands that have longer form songs that i feel my, i kind of think like live they're going to have something going on behind mm-hmm. them aren't they mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean there's going to be some video or something yeah, yeah. linked up to it and that's where your attention is drawn yeah. So it's almost like the sim track to something you can't see, which is very difficult to pull off in an audio format because mm. you have that. There's no visual stimuli to carry your attention. You're pure, purely left with the music. Yeah. Um, and that yeah. I think that might you know if that doesn't if that doesn't cross that, mm. then yeah, there's a lot of moments where the 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 band sound like there's the playing a riff a long time or. Yeah. Or the bit that they're building up never arrives. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be curious about that when it comes out. I would, I would have thought you would have. Been, I don't know what your grade is, but I'm, I think I know. Um, I would have thought you would have liked it more than I did, which mm. is surprising me right now. Yeah, because I thought yeah. I was going to be the Debbie Downer on this. So. <laughs> I think like even the, even the production as well. I think the production is good. I think they're. Uh, the instrumentation sounds very natural and spacious the guitars sound massive against that kind of cinematic backdrop i didn't like the drums um i felt the 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 drums are very (laughs) drums are very did you see his face twitch yeah didn't like the drums (laughs) i feel like they're they're very clean and they're very very weighty and like real there's a lot of impact but i felt that there were moments where they were very overpowering in the mix Mm. where they were just a bit too far out in front for me um and i guess maybe just the drummer and me just kind of being pedantic possibly but it just for some reason when they when the heavy parts kicked in the drums just felt a little bit too a little bit too loud um vocally i think that like emmanuel sounds fucking great his tonal screams are so on point yeah. um the, the the strings were a really classy touch to the album um they've got a new it's a new drummer and bassist um oh, yeah. i think they and i think they've done a great job on the album considering they've only been in the band just over a year so i think they've they've slotted in seamlessly um and like it's frustrating because you can tell i can tell a lot of preparation has gone into this album to write like 12 minute songs with lots of layers and detail like this must take a while um yeah. i can't like knock the level these guys are working at it's impressive but I like you, like you said. I feel like I would. I need to be in a certain headspace to listen to this, um, especially in one go at sixty-three minutes long or sixty-five mm-hmm. minutes, whatever it was. Um, it was a bit of a. I found it a bit of a struggle um, to get through. Um, there are there are small sections that that I really liked and stuck with me, but not enough from a from a sixty odd minute album. Um, I I feel like they maybe pushed that experimental avant garde side a little bit too far. And it's kind of diluted the the fundamentals a little bit. Um, it has some cool moments, but 
as an album, it just it didn't hold my attention mm-hmm. at all. Um, so, um, what are we thinking? Scores for the new Hypnose album. Um, what's your grade? So I thought I was coming in low with my three and a half. <laughs> like I genuinely thought I was gonna like I was gonna get through my review. I was gonna give my grade. You were gonna browbeat the shit out of me, <laughs> um, and I was gonna like come off the record and go like that. Did I even understand this album? Um, yeah, it's a three and a half for me. Like right. I say, I think, I think there's 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 maybe a it's a song too long somewhere. Mm. I, it seems like I didn't struggle with it as much as you did <laughs> in terms of like the composition. For the most part, it works really really well for me, mm. and I enjoyed like languishing in the movements. Yeah, I do feel though there is a point and you've probably hit the nail on the head where we get to track four where i do feel like all the life has sucked out the album to the point where it kind of feels like lava from the sky is almost like the band trying to start the album again yeah um and that's you know like when you're at that stage with essentially from track five to eight about half the album length you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like there it does kind of feel like you're yeah. Um it does make me wonder if this was two EPs, mm. um, would it would it work better? You know, Possibly. if uh took apart one another being the closing song mm-hmm. of the first EP yeah. and then Lava from the Sky through to Solar Mist was the second EP, would it work better potentially? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like that's clearly not how the band wanted to release it. Mm-hmm. It's clearly not how we listened to it. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, they're super talented. As ultimately, regardless, yeah. they're super talented. This is them probably at their most, their most grand. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And it'll be interesting to see if that's the road they want to continue going down, or if they want to bring back. They have certainly sacrificed some of the heavier elements mm. for sure. That did make certain tracks previously stand out a bit more. So three and a half is where I'm coming in. Um, okay. I thought it was a low grade. I think you're coming in lower, which is just blows my mind. So uh, drop the bomb, Dave. Oh, it's, it's tough to score, man. It really is. I think, like from a technical point of view, it's, it's very well done. Musicianship is great. Each member, you know, brings their A game. The production is good. Aside from the drums being a little too overpowering for me, um, I think as, apart from that, you'd struggle to find anything out of place in the production. Mm. Um, and there are little set pieces that, are, that work for me here and there um, on like certain portions of the album, but there's there's other parts where I just completely checked out and I kind of wanted to skip. Um, so I I don't I don't know if I'll come back to this to be honest. It's just at that length. Maybe if it was two EPs, would have been easier for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm coming in at a three out of five on this one. <laughs> Sorry, um, not what I expected to be begrading this album mm-hmm. at all, by the way. But um, that's my feelings. Um, Hypnos and Sheol is out on February twenty fourth uh, on Pelagic Records. Um, I'll put some links to the band. Sheol want to release two EPs instead. <laughs> Sheol should have done that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm just kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, I think, uh, to be honest, I think this album, it could go either way. I think there could be people out there that really like this I think, I think we're. I think what we'll find out is very, very quickly we are in the, the horrible, <laughs> horrible, dank minority on yeah, this. Probably, um, probably. So. Uh, yeah, links below to the band, to the pre-order. Check it out, let us know what you think. Stick some comments in once you've had a listen. 
happy to hear your thoughts and opinions on it. Um, that is the review. Thank you for checking it out. Much appreciated. We'll be back with another review very soon. But until then, take care. Speak to you soon. Sure.